Visionary Media. When Samuel said something like, Mom, why are you always working? And the way he looked at me, it was so sarcastic and judgmental that it crushed my heart. Bold. There's just no wrong and right decision. There's just accountability afterwards. Loud. Good morning, everybody! Savage. Laziness is a huge disrespect to those people who believe in me. Who is she? My name is Dina Samuel, and the reason that I uh, use that name is because Samuel is, of course, my son and my biggest wife. Everything that I do is for my son. It's 11 p.m. somewhere, and a busy work-from-home mom pacifies a crying baby while working on her computer. A scene that's very familiar to many parents, especially those who work remotely. In fact, a study suggests that the sound of a baby crying activates primitive parts of the brain involved in fight-or-flight responses. But no matter how it affects the ears, many moms, including Dina, have chosen a path in working from home. Because no matter how it sounds, proximity gives peace of mind. Our guest for today is Dina Samuel, a mom, business coach, and CEO of Samuel Digital, a marketing company who serves home contractors in the U.S. and Canada. She started her online business in 2015 after giving birth prematurely to her son, Samuel. Dina has had polycystic ovaries since she was a teenager, and growing up, she has always known the possibility that she won't have kids in the future. And nandun kami sa point and we're gonna settle and let's get married, something like that. But it was me, it's like, hi, huwag muna, baka di kita mabigyan ng anak. But then around December 2014, we got that pregnancy test in the morning, like 5 a.m. And boom, shakalaka. She was pregnant. And as soon as they found out she was, her husband, Carlo, told her to quit her job. Her pregnancy journey was plagued with every imaginable complication. I'm when they asked me, you can meet your baby now? And then I saw him in the incubator. And they were telling me, the nurse was telling me, you have to be, uh, mommy, you have to be positive and you have to be like, so on and so forth. And like, I couldn't take those messages. Tinignan ko yung, yung baby and I just said, hi, I love you. And I'm sorry. And her son's birth story has been the push that ultimately guided her decision to turn her back on her corporate career for good. Her beginnings weren't easy. So I was living in a very nasty apartment in San Pedro. You know, there's the only apartment that I can afford um, at that time. We had to keep him in the incubator for a few days. Ganyan, umabot ng 21 days. The bill went up almost a, a million. And I actually had to get out of the hospital para mabawasan. The, the hell that I went through in 2015, this is the core. If you say that, okay, Dina is successful, it's because of this. Wanting to take control of her time in order to become a doting mother to her son, 
she built a now-flourishing marketing agency that helps businesses with their lead generation and client acquisition. She is also known as the Savage Coach in the Philippine freelancing industry, helping provide emphatic yet straightforward and results-oriented coaching to digital agency owners that will help them unlock better lives for themselves and their families through her coaching program, the Do More, Give More Pro Group. If you're a parent struggling to manage your household and your coaching business, then listen in because this episode is for you. You might just resonate with our guest's experiences that she's going to share with you today. And I hope you feel inspired and have your fire ignited within you. I'm PJ Chongsoneri. Welcome to the Visionary Podcast. Ready to get to know Dina? Let's go. Today we have a very special guest, quite popular in the freelancing space here in the Philippines. I beg to disagree with the word popular. (laughs) (laughs) I I humbly disagree with that. She has a coaching program which is called the Do More, Give More Pro Group. So Dina, can you tell us more about it? The do more, give more, those four words actually started when I started my online business as well. As a freelancer, I came across with an entrepreneur named Akbar Shin. And he was one of those entrepreneurs that I look up to when I was starting. And he'd set you know great example to me as a startup uh, freelancer as well. There was this time when I was at my rock bottom. I've had those share of challenges, how to get started with online business, with digital marketing, all of this stuff. Days before her birthday and being a follower and a huge fan, she was looking forward to buying Akbar's first book ever. But as soon as the book was released for 99 cents, her credit card got declined. I was broke as hell that I can't afford a 99 cents book (laughs) on Amazon Mm -hmm. and so I messaged Akbar I said I've been such a follower of yours and I've been looking forward to your book and I'm really so frustrated right now it's it's a few days uh you know before my birthday but anyway I, I just wanted to congratulate you and thank you for coming up with that book I, I know that it's gonna bless a lot of people and he messaged me back he said message me on Monday and I'm gonna send you a copy of my book wow and so it led me to creating this mantra for myself and again this was back in the time that I didn't have anything I have zero idea on what I'm doing with my life with my career and so Last year, when I launched my coaching business, I named it Do More, Give More Pro Group. That's how it started. Wow, that's an amazing story. Does he know that story at all? Yes, yes, yes. I was under his mentorship as well. He knows everything like I've shared with him, how he blessed me, how he blessed my life, how he's been such a huge part of my entrepreneurial journey. Dina is very much known in freelancing as the Savage Coach. I didn't build her personal brand because it was already shining to begin with. That was Giselle Tech, founder and CEO of The Rolling Media and Dina's brand strategist. 
Ina didn't choose the word savage. People chose it for her. In the freelancing community, people noticed her hard work and called her Lodina. Lodi in Pinoy slang meaning idol. She continued to put in the work and showed up every single day. Eventually, she closed this huge deal for $20,000. And you know, one thing led to another. In 2020, she became a coach in the tribe and we leveraged the title, Savage Coach of the Savage Society. As I continued to interview Dina, I couldn't help but notice a figurine of Wonder Woman just behind her. So I asked her about it. Wonder Woman happens to be her favorite movie as well. I'm always fascinated with stories of underdogs mm-hmm. rising to the surface, even before. And that's how I've been trying to live my life, really. Being friends with the underdogs, with the silent people, with those that's on the backstage. Yes, mm-hmm. because... I'm like them. I'm very much like them. That's the film that I envision that would explain my life, helping the underdogs, leading them, helping them, sharing to them. So how is Dina Samuel as a coach? How has she helped her mentees achieve their goals in family life and business? Let's find out. Hi, my name is Martin Tabaniak. I help coaches and consultants fill their calendar with the power of videos. And before meeting Coach Dina, uh, my business was a mess. I didn't have a proper business systems and it was all over the place. She was able to help and impact me by showing me her systems, how she organized her processes from onboarding to fulfillment to her team and she's always there for you whenever you need help. Mitch Rabel, on the other hand, wasn't really aware of the state of her business until she met Dina. She used to be a general virtual assistant and like other newbies, she had some trouble what niche to pursue. Dina helped me in identifying the areas of expertise in web design and allowed me to work in her love project. She assisted me in choosing the industry and she gave me some resources that would be useful for my business. Today, I found happiness in the market I'm assisting, the salon and spa industry. And I can now give my family time, especially my kids, and also providing for their needs. She has really a compassionate side that most people are unaware. They may see her having a bold or strong personality, but the truth is that she wants to help people. She has a very compassionate heart and she can be crazy at times, but you'll love her craziness and maybe even fall in love with her like I did. That usually is the initial impression of her, that she's bold, loud, strong, and can be perceived as crazy at times with her big personality. But behind that big personality, her authenticity, her dedication, and chasing her dreams and being known to walk the talk, it's no surprise what happened when she launched her first coaching program, the Do More, Give More program. Let's hear it from Dina. 
when I launched the program, really it was mind-blowing to me that there were literally hundreds of people who signed up on the wait list. It is both a good thing and a bad thing. A bad thing because I feel bad because we only needed to choose a very few people because that's just how my calendar can accommodate. You know? yeah. mm-hmm. Because it's really one-on-one consultation. It's not just a group where you can put everyone in one call. No, like I do it on a very personal basis. I want exclusive, intimate, real conversations. That's what I crave for. So that's how we created Do More, Give More Pro Group. I remember seeing a post somewhere where you said, and I quote, your laziness is a huge disrespect to those who believe in you. Can you talk more about that? I got triggered with a particular scenario in one of my mentees, one of Mm -hmm. the coaching calls that, that I've done. And yeah, speaking of the applications as well with Do More Give More Pro Group, I try not to work with those that I feel like, hmm, smells laziness. Mm-hmm. This one looks like lazy thing to me. The way they answer the questions on, on, on that one. So it's a huge battle cry for me to say that. Laziness is a huge disrespect to those people who believe in me. Really, when everything, every piece of information are available online and you still dwell on, I can't do this, I can't figure this out, I can't make time for this because I work, ah, da, 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 because I have three kids and before, because I have da, 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 da. Look, I just feel like we all have the same scenarios in life. It's just that the details are just different. But pretty much the same. We are all undergoing life's challenges, you know. So dwelling on what you can't do, what you can't figure out, or not making time for it, just because your excuses is way heavier than your why, than your your reason why you want it. That's just bull to me. So it's something that I feel like I need to put out there. When I say something, messages such as that, it's not because... I'm so good at it. No, most of the time I've gone through this. I've made this mistake and that I don't want you guys to commit the same mistake to save you guys from the hassle of this. I needed to put it out out there. I'm I'm putting it out there because it's it's real. It's it's proven. I've gone through it myself. So yeah. Yeah, it is a very strong statement, but there's also a lot of truth in it as well. So based from your experience, Besides laziness, besides not taking action, what do you think are the most common reasons why people who work with you or mentees or entrepreneurs generally, for that matter, what are the most common reasons why they do not achieve the goal that they set for themselves? Poor decision-making skills. It's not the which is right and which is wrong, which is the safe way, which is the risky way. It's actually because even if you choose either way, it's going to boil down to accountability. And I'm going to refer this in terms of entrepreneurship. There's just no wrong and right decision. There's just accountability afterwards. Is it possible to run a successful business and fulfill your roles in the home as a wife and a mother? 
more of Dina when we come back from the break. So don't go anywhere. As a business coach and podcaster, you know that if you want to succeed in podcasting, it takes a lot of persistence. But trying to write for your podcast can be time consuming. Writing effective copy is as much as an art as it is a science. With copy.ai, you can now focus on what really matters, your clients. It can help you churn out great copy whenever you need it. Copy.ai does the heavy lifting for you so that you don't need to spend too much time writing from scratch. Instead, more time telling your stories. So don't wait around. Sign up now and start creating great content that engages your listeners and help them take action. Head on to the show notes of this episode to get started and test out Copy.ai for yourself and your business for seven days absolutely free. Copy.ai. Say goodbye to the blank page for good. Research shows that 58% of remote workers are women. People with children under five are most likely to want to work from home at least one day per week. Here in the Philippines, a research conducted by Job Street showed that 52% of Filipino workers have been working from home for years. During the COVID-19 pandemic, it peaked at 85%. It's obvious that long-term remote working is something that the Philippines and its neighboring countries in Southeast Asia continue to look forward to. Back to our story. Now, is it possible to run a successful business and fulfill your roles as a parent or as a wife? Let's hear it from the people that make Dina's house a home. How is Mama when she's at home? Oh, she reads stories to me. She reads stories. She reads stories and then... Mm-hmm. Makes fun with jokes. So what do you love about Mama? And she cooks and eats food. Every time she's free and she's not doing work stuff, she spends really quality time to make sure that we spend the most out of it. Like going somewhere, playing. So, what's your message to Mama? Thank you, Mama, for cooking. Juggling a thriving business and family life can be challenging. We all have our ups and downs and we all have the reasons why we do what we do. And at times, we may miss some important moments as well. What was it like for Dina? In one of your past interviews, you said you cannot be absent in your son's life. So when you were starting this freelancing business, did it ever happen that you miss a recital or some important event of Sam? I missed a lot. And it was Samuel also who made me realize that. I've had a lot of conversations like this speech. Having the ability to build a business at the comfort of your home is both a blessing and a curse. Especially when you were starting out, it could be a curse. Like that part there, will be the, I'd say, the most challenging because the first two years of my business, it was all me marketing my services, getting clients, doing the fulfillment. Everything is on me. I've got no one. So imagine dealing with two, three, four clients all at the same time. 
I was doing Facebook ads back then, doing social media content. The first, the second, yes, sure, manageable. Came the third and the fourth and the fifth. Believe it or not, I would only sleep an hour per day. Samuel back then, I think this is two or three years old, right? Now, the curse part there is this. You're always at home and you feel like, well, I'm always with you 24-7. Compare that with other parents. Compare that with other, you know, other families. They would go to, to work early in the morning and they would come home so late in the evening that they would catch their kids sleeping already. Mm-hmm. So comparing your scenario right now versus those moms out there, sure, you're the lucky one. Right? The favors are on you. But here's how we misinterpret this scenario. This is based on you know, personal experience. Our setup most of the time would be I'm in my, my table and some would be at my back with gadget on his hand, YouTube, whatever, or TV or movie or, or whatever. And sometimes again, as moms, we'd always think that, well, lagi ko naman siyang kasama. Mm-hmm. Like, well, we're just here, 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 you know, right? Came to the point when Sam said something like, Mom, why are you always working? And the way he looked at me, it was so sarcastic and judgmental that it crushed my heart. Mm-hmm. I've had a lot of things to say. I've had my reasons, but really now, who are they to understand this re- these reasons? He's three years old. How would I be able to explain to him that, yeah, sure, everything that I'm doing is for you, Sam. Like, we're way better off than those, you know, the other families out there. Just need to be grateful. I would always tell him that. But you know, that's not the message out there. The message there was, you're always working that you don't even pay attention to me. Don't play with me. Playing with me, like paying attention to me. We're not even having conversation. Like, you just don't talk to me. Maybe we, we have listeners who, who are not in that position. Lucky you guys, because when I was starting, that was the scenario. And that scenario right there opened my eyes. I'm probably doing this wrong. I mean, is this the reason why I decided to work from home? or? Is this the reason why I built my business? The answer is very clear. No. I wanted to build this for me to have that time freedom that whenever my son calls me, I'd be able to attend to him. Whenever he needs me, I'd be able to with 100% attention. But we know sometimes it's not going to happen. She had to rethink her business model because... Having an hour sleep per day was just not healthy, even if the pay was good. And more importantly, having no time for her family, especially her son, became a true wake-up call for her. Only sleeping an hour per day, I might end up in the hospital. Mm -hmm. We're getting good money, far from what I'm earning back in the corporate world, right? In fact, clients are just knocking on my door. But how am I going to do this? How am I going to figure this out? That's the time when it's like, huh, maybe I I need to pause on getting clients. 
Maybe I need to say no to money first because it's not doing any good with my hours of sleep, with my attention to my child and my husband for sure. So that's it. That's why I said it's a blessing and a curse. Here's the good news. It can't be like that. I mean, it is really possible to build a business, to scale a business, to allow your business to like go big time, to go big without sacrificing your sanity and your time with your family. That's the why of Do More, Give More Pro Group. Well, you were mentioning that story. I could imagine Sam behind without a phone because yeah. I can totally relate with that. During those times when you were mm-hmm. very busy, you said you had five clients, you were serving them, you had barely, I mean, you only had one hour sleep a day practically. So how was it like for your husband? Just they're supportive, mm-hmm. really. Because we have that mindset. This is better than how we used to work at Makati. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no room for complaints or regrets or anything. So all I can remember is just my husband was my biggest support system. And it's very important to have a, a very supportive husband, as I am very thankful for my husband who's looking after <laughs> Caleb as he's speaking yeah. right now. <laughs> right. I mean, you know, they're just our heroes, right? They're, for you to be very successful in life or business, you have to have a very supportive partner as well. Yeah. Do you have any regrets at all when you started that you should have worked fewer hours or things like that? I can't think of anything, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I always believe that things happen for good. It all happened for good. Me missing those hours with Samuel mm-hmm. is part of the story. And that I have zero regrets in my heart. I just enjoyed every bit of the process. Like looking back now, mm-hmm. man, it was all for good. I don't think I'd be organized mm-hmm. as I, I see myself now. I don't think I'd be this bold. I'd be this open to sharing my stories, both the mistakes and the good practices, the failures along the way. I mean, Zero regret. As a mom, are you open to Sam becoming a freelancer or having a freelancing business in the future? Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Whatever Samuel chooses, really, like, go whatever that is. Live your life. Mm-hmm. Have your own choices and be accountable for your choices anyway. Whether we say no or, or what, at the end of the day, you have a choice to make, you know? So, yeah. I think so, though, that this years from the time I gave birth to him and the time that I was starting this business and now that it's growing and now that we have this coaching business, I believe that all of these will be part of the molding process of that human being right there. Because this is the environment now. Mm-hmm. It's already molding him to be whatever he will become in the coming years. Environment mm-hmm. is the biggest influence at the end of the day. So watch out for the future coach, <laughs> <laughs> Sam. <laughs> 
You are so passionate about coaching freelancers and agency owners building a business that will allow them to live the life that they desire. Mm-hmm. Why do you consider it to have been one of the most inspiring experiences of your life ever? Seeing, hearing stories from my mentees that they now get to travel with their kids, with their own car, and they get to experience the outdoor with their own car. Because I can hear and I can imagine the laughter of their kids. That brings so much joy and fulfillment, just the thought of it, really. Again, Peach, every time that I would pick people on the pro group, I need to see that there's some kind of, oh, this was an underdog. I'm going to make sure that it's going to be a superstar. That's just me. That, that's me as a coach. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to do everything that I can to make him or her a superstar. Those type of stories, those kind of stories, there's no other thing that can ever give me that sense of fulfillment on this particular thing that I'm doing. Nothing could beat the feeling of just imagining their wife, their kids, they're not able to travel, enjoy the outdoors, they now have a home that they can hold their own. Because once upon a time, Beach, that was just like me. Prior to the launch of Pro Group, John asked me that question. What do you want to happen with your you know, coaching program. I just wanted Serena to have her own car. <laughs> <laughs> you see, with Tabage, with Tabage, see, Alvin now has his own car. Nikki has his own car. Elsa has his own car. I just wanted to, I just want, and I kept on, on saying random names. And I want their kids also to have a car so that they can travel. Do you see yourself doing this for a really long time? I do. I do. The sense of fulfillment is just different. It's, I can't, I, I, I can't put into words. So I wanted to continue putting out content out there, sharing my stories. That's something that I don't want to ever stop. I may get tired sometimes, but yeah, I see myself. I'm always going to go back to that, like share Share, share this part. You can't afford to just keep it to yourself. Like it's a disgrace to God. Not sharing this part, not not sharing your time, not sharing your story, not sharing your strength, not sharing your another day that God has given you. I'm just grateful to be in this position right now where I'm able to give. Hold on to your why. Hold on to it. The journey of entrepreneurship isn't going to be easy. Why literally really hard, but it's so worth it. Today, Dina Samuel is one of the most sought-after business coaches in the Philippines. Just recently, she celebrated another milestone, that is opening her physical office at Bonifacio Global City here in the Philippines. She calls it Office 2825. It's been her obsession since 2020. And this dream, this obsession, has become a reality. It just moves upwards from here for this super coach mompreneur. Anything is possible with a mother's love. 
Dina's story hits close to home as I also have a miracle baby of my own whom I call Caleb. My number one fan, my life, my biggest why. Who's yours? You can learn more about Dina and her coaching program, the Do More, Give More Pro Group, by visiting her socials and her website at www.dinasamuel.com. Many thanks to Dina for this interview, her mentees Martin Tabanyag and Mitch Rabel, Giselle Tech, and to the loves of her life, Harlo and Samuel. This episode was written and produced by yours truly, edited and co-produced by Brian Bruces. Also, just a quick announcement for our next episode, we will be starting to publish what we call our Sandwich Series. Why Sandwich? Well, I did not want to overthink, thus the name. Second of all, it will be bite-sized content you can consume, well, in five minutes. And these mini-series will be sandwiched in between the long-form narrative stories we feature on this podcast. In the Sandwich series, we talk about how we can help you find your voice, build your authority, create your movements, and ultimately change lives through the power of your voice, the power of stories, the power of narrative podcasting. So watch out for some sandwiches coming your way soon. The Visionary Podcast is a narrative podcast production brought to you by Visionary Media. Thank you for listening to this episode. To learn more about the Visionary Podcast and what we do, please visit our Facebook and Instagram pages and subscribe to our podcast to stay updated with our latest episodes. If you have an amazing story to share, hit us up with a message and email at tvp at visionarymedia.com. You might just be our next guest. I'm PJ chong More stories, more ways to transform. Through your voice, only here on the Visionary Podcast. See you on the next. Thank you.